I'm Ron Alesco, and this is Traditions on WFUFM and Folk Music Notebook. And we are, well, we, I, I am so excited. I hope you are too, all of you listening, because we have the, the quartet Bob down with us in the studio. They have a brand new CD called Chasing the Sun. It is superb. And uh, let's say hello to them now. Hello, Bob Town. <laughs> well, I'd like you to, so our audience can put the names with the with the voices. Uh, could you each uh, say hello? Sure. I'm Jen McDearman. <laughs> I'm Catherine Etzel. Karen Dahlstrom. And I'm Alan Lee Backer. Excellent. Well, it's good to have you all here today. Uh, Bobtown, this is a, well, there's a lot I want to ask you about the group, but, you know, first, I think our audience has been dying to, to hear you. I mean, could you start us off with a song? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, this is a song called Daughters of the Dust. Tossed, 
find a place Nice, nice, nice. Oh, I love that. Bobtown in the studios today. And a live version of Daughters of the Dust, a song that kicks off their new CD, uh, Chasing the Sun. And, and, and Jen, you, you wrote that song, correct? Oh, no, Jen. I did not. I'd like to take the credit, but I will give that to Karen Dahlstrom. <laughs> oh, Karen, I'm sorry. Uh, I could have. I got to get better glasses. You're right. It does say Dahlstrom here. Oh, okay. So tell us about that song. Where, uh, any any history behind that or any story that you want to share? Um, no, it was just, it was just a, a lot of things. I was trying to think of a, of a song for the album. <laughs> and, uh, um. You know, I grew up where a lot of the mountains have names of like Indian princesses because they look like a sleeping Indian prince, so like Mount Timpanogos or Mount Tamalpais. And I was thinking about that and then just sort of, you know, the migrant crisis that yeah, we're in yeah, and yeah. so on and so forth and just tied the elements of Mother Earth with roaming and trying to find a place that's home and that it sort of coagulated together yeah. oh it's a great song and a great, great way to start the cd too by the way where where was home where where, where were those mountains that you mentioned well i mean i grew up in idaho but idaho, okay. i spent many years in utah where mount tipanogos is and um northern california where mount telopeus is so. uh, gotcha gotcha <laughs> well sleeping sleeping on beach stinks in beach <laughs> mount tam <laughs> The song is not about that. No, okay, okay. Well, uh, I'm so excited to have you guys here. You've been together since, what, 2010 is when the group started? Actually, 2008. 2008, wow. Yeah, I mean, our our original uh, lineup was slightly different. Uh, We had a different Alan. (laughs) (laughs) A taller Alan. Yeah, taller, taller Alan, yeah. But otherwise, for the most part, we've been pretty cohesive in this unit for yeah. about you know at least nine, eight, nine years. So, so how did it all come together? Uh, you know, we are of the fading generation of Craigslist. Um, <laughs> I, I want, I wanted to. I was working on some sort of field holler influenced songs that I was going to do a cappella, basically, and so I put an ad on Craigslist. If you, anybody remembers that, and sure. <laughs> and that's basically how I met both Jen and Karen. And the original two people as well. Wow. Uh, but what's funny is that I answered the ad not knowing who she was. And then when we met, I had met her before. Yeah. So it was meant to be. I knew no one. And then <laughs> <and> it was <laughs> Karen. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. I think you're the first band I've ever heard that got together through Craigslist. I mean, I thought it was only for like selling microwaves and stuff, we're, you know. <laughs> we're dating ourselves a little bit because I don't yeah. think anybody uses Craigslist right, anymore. But right. Ten years ago really wasn't that long uh, ago. No. It's a long time for a band, though. It is. Yeah. And, and you've... you've uh, have four studio recordings since then. Right? Yeah. yeah, this is our fourth. We were doing really well, like every two years, and we had a little gap on this one. Yeah, yeah. Well, why was there a gap? Any particular reason? Life happens. Life, Life. Life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, we all have careers. It's interesting sure. though, because Bam. I think that gap 
brought forth some songs that I don't know if we would have done for. I mean, I guess that's always true. You don't know what songs you're going to come up with, but I feel like this these songs are just slightly different than uh-huh. the last ones in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think that, you know, you should put out an album when you've got the songs. You don't necessarily... I mean, totally. I think it's... Sometimes it's good to have a deadline or, like, a goal, like you want to have something done, but I don't, you know, I don't necessarily think it's a thing to like just put out an album every two years yeah. plus you don't have the record company you don't have the record company no nobody's breathing yeah. down our necks <laughs> well the record companies don't breathe down anybody's neck anymore, it's also you know, with the way times are changing you know the whole concept of CDs and albums uh, you know it's oh, yep. getting close to becoming a thing of the past I mean yeah. it, it, I, 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 we were talking before we went on the air about how many CDs have been coming out in this past couple of months there's some really good ones but there's a few that are just, you know, maybe not deserving of a full CD yet, you know? A couple mm-hmm. of great songs, but a lot of filler. And, you know, I think what you guys did was smart. I mean, it sounded like you waited and when you listened to this new CD from first track to last. Yeah. I mean, it's really cohesive. We also I put out EPs. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're also, we're also a band that really evolves from CD to CD. I mean, yeah. if anybody who's heard our very first CD would, and listens to this one, it sounds like a completely different band. Mm-hmm. But... The, you know, you don't want to put out the same album every every time either. So, but it does, can it be a problem though if you're not sounding the same. People say, "Hey, this isn't the band that I saw I think, six months ago." I think the core the core appeal of this band, which is the harmonies, I think, yeah. and then mm-hmm. sort of like even though we all have different um, musical backgrounds, it all kind of comes from like a really rootsy place, almost a, a lot of gospel-y kind of place, which lends itself really well to the harmonies. And mm-hmm. if the harmonies are there, that's sort of the through line through the whole thing. And also we do a lot of story songs. Yeah. And there's mm. plenty of story songs on this album as well. So Yeah. yeah. Well, you, you mentioned uh, come from different backgrounds and different roots. Um you know, Catherine, you mentioned before that you were kind of doing a shout and holler kind of thing early on. What, what, t- tell us a little about each of you. Tell us about where those backgrounds are and how, how it all evolved into, into, uh, into this, group, this group. Well, I'm from Iowa. Um, I'm from a small town in Iowa. It's, I'm not from a farm, um, but a rural area. And um, I did work in the fields. I worked in cornfields and soybean fields and such. And uh, so... I became, I think right about the time that Oh Brother Where Art Thou came out, I reacquainted myself with that style of music a little more. Mm-hmm. I'd been also, I've lived all over the country, and I'd been doing some session work and that was a lot of country. I was writing, I was working in particular with a, a songwriting um, duo who were shopping their stuff. And so that's how I kind of found my way back to folk and country. And when I moved to New York, immediately got back into the country scene mm-hmm. and then was in another band and then I um, uh, that ended and I that's when I put this together as with an acapella sort of slant but then we we just sort of decided to you know a whole set of acapella wasn't wasn't going over too well in the bars got old pretty quickly <laughs> yeah. so then we started adding instruments and then then we never stopped right, so right. that's how it sort of evolved for oh. me yeah uh, and I have loved harmonies since I was born I think um, my dad sang a lot of that type of thing and um, then I got into theater and did some of that but um, I always felt like my voice was at home in the folk world um, although I grew up with a lot of pop too so right. you might hear some pop influences in my my work and then uh, Karen 
Yeah, I mean, uh, vocally, I, I, mean, I, I grew up in Idaho, which is everyone knows is the hotbed of vocal jazz. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, in the northwest part of the country, vocal jazz is kind of a big deal. And um, I sang in a lot of vocal jazz groups and combos and things like that. But I didn't really start playing an instrument. I didn't start playing guitar until I moved here, pretty much. Mm. So, and then, you know... <laughs> one four five chord cowboy chords are a lot easier to play when you're yeah. first playing than jazz chords um but yeah probably about the time oh brother came out uh, oh brother Arthur came out as well i started delving into old-time music and um and traditional folk and uh-huh. and bluegrass and stuff like that i mean my parents always played Willie Nelson and I was mm. like who is this dirty hippie <laughs> so they got their revenge right. because now I'm a huge Willie fan oh, <laughs> that's great I forgot to mention Tennessee I'm also from Tennessee, oh, Tennessee. Okay. which kind of helps Memphis. with some country <laughs> all the way from blues and stuff uh, how about you Alan no, I, was, I was born and raised in, in Brooklyn Brooklyn, okay. And which now is apparently the country music capital of the Northeast. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can't, I always say you can't spit without hitting a banjo player in New York, in Brooklyn. Yeah. But uh, I, I started playing, I mean, I've been playing since I'm 16. I've been doing gigs since I'm 16 years old. But um, in about 88 or 89, there was a really great kind of roots scene. It wasn't called Americana because they didn't start calling that kind of music Americana until 93, if I'm not mistaken. And um, uh, I was in a band called The Twanglers, uh, which was on a label called uh, Diesel Only Records, mm-hmm. which is uh, started by Jeremy Tepper, who now programs for, I think, Sirius XM. Okay. Yeah. But there were a lot of country-ish or rootsy-ish bands. So I've been playing that since 1989. And it's... Um, it speaks to me. Uh, it's the way I tend to write. It, everything I learned as a guitar player, I get to use playing country and a little, little swing, a little Texas swing, a little jazz, mm-hmm. a little uh, uh, Grateful Dead. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I love about this this whole scene. I mean, folk music is kind of a. I guess we spend too much time with the labels, but defining it. It's yeah. it's all to me. Folk music is always about a community about mm-hmm. what everybody springs from and all these wonderful influences that, that you all have and all other musicians it, it's really creating this unique sound and uh, I think we're in a very healthy time to, for this kind of music but I know it's a struggle sometimes for musicians you know, and getting these albums recorded and finding gigs and such uh, but you know you guys have got a good reputation going here so <laughs> yes, I, I guess ho- hopefully things are going smooth for you yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, I'd like to play a cut directly from the CD, um, so our audience, you know, because we're here in the studio, we're you know, crowded around one mic, but here you had the <laughs> opportunity to go into a studio to record this album, it's called Chasing the Sun, and I, I think the song that we chose uh, was is called Come On Home. Yeah. Um, you want to introduce that one for us? Sure. Um I just the it started in Alabama on a road trip and uh, there was a preacher on the AM radio and he said that we are all living a lie on this road and it went from there. On the road.
cut from the brand new cd from bobtown a song called come on home and who, who wrote that because i'm going to look at this again you did okay <laughs> nice job nice job on that um is any uh, the, the 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 album the, we mentioned this is your fourth studio album um and you said earlier that you, you, each one's a little bit different what was there things that you may have learned from the first couple of albums that you went into the studio and said hey i want to do something different because of X, Y, or Z from an earlier album? Does that make sense? I, I mean, I think it's probably a little more broad in the sense that this album, we moved slightly away from the folksy narratives mm -hmm. that we tend to stick to pretty heavily. And we went a little more contemporary and personal. A lot of the songs have, this song is, or this album, excuse me, is... Uh, what we're calling our self-empowerment album <laughs> or just empowerment album in general, but it tackles very contemporary, most of it mm -hmm. tackles some contemporary issues, depression, um, women's autonomy, autonomy and, sure. you know, so 
that in itself is a is is a different uh, direction for us. Yeah. And uh, we also took some different production techniques on this album. So. Who produced the album? Did you That'd be Catherine. 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 Everybody's pointing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it goes over really well on the radio. We're pointing <laughs> and saying. Right. Well, we do have a camera they here. They do have on, a camera. On WFDU.FM, right. where you can, you can actually see what's going on in our studio Every right now. I do little dance moves. So yeah. Watching, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted to do television. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I, I think you did a fine job on this. And uh, it's a little bit of a different departure, as you said, but... You know, with with some of the topics, it, it still comes across as a, as a, to me, a, a hopeful album. You know, I think that it's an empowering album, as you said. It's not a downer by any stretch of the imagination, mm-hmm. and uh, that's sometimes hard to do when you're when dealing with some subjects like that. Yeah, and this um, we were going to do another song that's actually sort of an answer song. Jen wrote a song about depression on our very first album, and then Alan and I wrote this as not really an answer, but it's a. Because that one was called Black Dog, and then Black Dog is featured in yes. Uh-huh. the song that yeah. we're going to sing now. Excellent. Here's Bob Town.
Bobtown and featuring so, Alan Lee Backer on guitar and co-writing. Nice, nice job on that. You know, it's, not, that song was uh, Cat basically said, Let, "Let's write a song together." So I was fooling around with Dad Gad tuning. I'm sure if your audience doesn't know what that is, look <laughs> it up. And I came up with this. And initially, I couldn't play it fast. Like she would go, "Could you play this faster?" And I had to practice for like weeks to get it, it to the really point where right. it was slow. <laughs> I was looking for a Fleetwood Mac vibe. And then that last <laughs> lick, that last lick, yeah. I had to work on for a really long time. So it was, it was thank you. Good job. Wait. Thank you. No, thank you. It is a perfect setting for it because, you know, you're talking about depression. It, it could be a depressing song, but you made it sound like, hey, you know, we can get through this. That's I mean, our thing. <laughs> like, we, we take the worst <laughs> subject matters and make them shine. Jen, Jen especially makes the... the <laughs> Chirpiest, peppiest songs about like the, the darkest, <laughs> <laughs> the darkest stuff. In fact, great. Is it southern? But I think our first, our, the first song that we did on our first album, that Jen wrote, "Black Dog," about depression. Somebody, I think, reviewed it and said it was the children's lullaby. Oh, <laughs> and boy. we were like, oh, that's the no, no. worst possible. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, we you said I think song. Children of the Corn came in somewhere. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> review, so there you go. Well, it, I think it's especially the, the days we're living in. I mean, I think depression is becoming more talked about first yeah. of all, and well, yeah. especially with everything going on in the world. But uh, you know, I think we need songs like that. Uh, earlier, I played a, a song from Pete Borton, uh, "Another Train." You know, it's a, it wasn't really about depression, but it's also about you know, look, something goes wrong. There's always another train. Yeah. Uh -huh. You know, and I think it's something that's hopeful that people can 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 learn from and uh, yeah. get some inspiration from. So yeah, thanks, I think I think a running. lot of the songs on the album are either about just sort of getting on with it or moving on mm. or just just not letting anything sort of keep you down and you know we've we're no stranger to doing sort of you know deathy topics or murder <laughs> whatever ballads. murder ballads right. and deathy, and deathy. <laughs> technical get a little deathy oh my god death positive <laughs> um <laughs> oh my god it's so deathy <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> uh, but but this definitely, I think we all all the songs have a feeling of like, okay, well, what this is this is crappy. What are we going to do about it? Which is, I think is sort of the general consensus consensus is in the world right now is yeah. like things are really really awful. But we can't just sort of let this slide. Right. What, what can we do to sort of pull Chasing ourselves out of it? Chasing the sun now. Chasing the sun, but it's like, but it is. Does it seem like there's any easy answers? Yeah. <laughs> so we're yeah. chasing but, you know, this but, idea. But where you start is with yourself sometimes, yeah. Yeah. and that's kind of what. In, in more than one song in this album, we are looking inward and like how we can pull our own bootstraps up, sort of, and then maybe affect the rest of the world. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's, I think, it's a great direction to go. I mean, I, I used to say, I used to joke years ago that uh, a lot of the songwriters, I used to call them singer-song whiners because, <laughs> you know, you, you felt like you were listening to somebody's therapy session, and at the end of the night, you're like, oh, my God, <laughs> what's going yeah. on here? But, you know, something like this, you can deal with these topics and, and make people feel empowered that, you know, they can do something about it, and that's why I think this is a fantastic album, Chasing mm. the Sun. Now, we're, the, the title, where, where did that, that came from? The song we just did. Oh, yeah. of course. It, there, it's, yeah. There's a line. Um, we're we're on, on, on the, the run. We're on the chasing the sun now. Uh -huh. He's on the run now. The devil. Uh, right. Uh, chasing. We're chasing. I'm chasing the sun now. Is the actual lyric. But it's lovely. I'm gonna drop the pronoun. <laughs> we have time to do before the 
so, so the, I was going to ask the the band uh, is you know that you've got the CD out. It's only been in a couple of weeks. Uh, going to do a CD release, I understand, at, at Rockwoods in October. Well, tell us about that. Want to jump in, Sure. Well, we um, did have one release show at Rockwood before, but the actual CD hadn't been released to the world. So now that it is, we thought, hey, let's do another one. And Rockwood said, yeah, come back. And, uh, so that's going to be um, Sunday, the 13th of October they at 7 p.m. They did. Just side note, they reached out to us. Um, <laughs> And uh, we're really excited, so come on out, you know, Manhattan. 7, 7 o'clock. 7 p.m. So you can, you know, get cross, in, get cross out. it off your list. Get to bed early. And the date Spoiler again is? October 13th. It's a Sunday. Sunday night. Okay. Well, that should be fun. Uh, I, I, I love Rockwood. I mean, it's, it's, it's become like the, the oh, mecca. Oh, stage two. Sorry. Stage two. Okay. But it's it's really become the place for everybody to play. I mean, I'm, uh, I'm dating myself here, but I remember there used to be so many different venues in New York where people mm, could, could yeah. be performing. One, one thing we're finding, especially for bands, is that there are so many venues that are closing. It's yeah. Just, yeah. Rockwood is one of the few places that you can play as a band. There might be like that and Bowery Electric yeah. and... Um, Jalopy, Jalopy, right. and but they're they're just so few and far between now. But the Jalopy, that's Brooklyn. I mean, in, in, in Manhattan, yeah. you used to be able to walk down the village, right. and there's like four or five down a block. Banjo gyms, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rodeo bar. Bar. There's some Rodeo there's Banjo gyms, Rodeo Bar. Yeah, we miss it. Yeah. Like Bitter End is probably the only one down that's in that it. area. The ones yeah. that the ones that really especially like folk music. There's yeah. there are some live places in the Lower East Side, but they focus on uh, different kind of music. Sure. Yeah. But it, it must be harder for for you artists like yourselves to, to find places and audiences. You know, I, you know, it's we we do a lot of listening rooms outside yeah. of the city. Okay. Yeah, we yeah we play yeah. a lot outside of <laughs> yeah. the metro area. All right. Um, to festivals and mm-hmm. house concerts and yeah. like the, like on the coffee house circuit, which you know we're basically playing at a lot of Unitarian churches, yep. which is great. Yeah, not sticking my nose up at that at all that's fantastic (laughs) the house concert scene uh do you do you you enjoy that because a different experience obviously from from we love it it's so good we love the idea that people are coming you know specifically to listen to the music to sit there and you know enjoy the community enjoy the company but listen Mm -hmm. to the songs and interact with us and we fold down really well people look at us sometimes and think oh i couldn't have them there's too many and we usually we actually have full drums (laughs) nowadays but we um, sometimes we just don't do the drums or sometimes it's a big enough house where they don't mind the drums but you know we can fold down sure yeah. I mean they're, well you're proving it today I mean look <laughs> yeah. at <laughs> we're in a corner we're just missing our, we're just missing the bass today but right. yeah, he's, yeah he doesn't take up much room we keep him under the table usually <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dan. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, give him full credit. What Dan? What? Oh, well, Dan is our go-to bass player nowadays. Dan Schumann, Daniel uh-huh. Schumann. He, um, he's a great bass player. He also teaches yoga. Shout out, uh-huh. yeah. Dan Schumann. And, and were some other artists that joined you on this CD? Oh, Serena Yost. Yes. Who, if we do another song later, maybe she'll be on it. But she played the cello, lovely cello, mm-hmm. um, and. Um, on another track, we have an organ, but he's got a French name that is just totally <laughs> escaping me. Oh, I'm so sorry. Ron can tell us. Well, let's right see. Now. Is it? Oh, look, I'm looking at the CD here. Uh, oh boy. Yeah. Thibaut Lemming. Yes, that guy. He's lovely, lovely guy. That was recommended by a friend. Did a fantastic job. So we were really thrilled to have him. Excellent. You know, because that was when we did 
American Girl, and we did Jen's twenty song. seconds before yeah. the second uh, <laughs> they, You know, we were trying to figure out what to do, and I, I didn't even—I don't think I played on American Girl because I didn't think it was necessary. It's like just look. I don't have to play on every single track if the cello works. Right. We'll get back to that story in just a second. Yeah, we're going to have to take a little quick break here, and uh, we'll be back with uh, the rest of Bobtown, and uh, we're going to hear some more songs, so stay with us. Okay, and we're back. We're back with Bobtown. They have a new CD out called Chasing the Sun, and they're with us in the studio today. I wonder if I could ask for another song, would you? Yeah, absolutely. Yay. Let me just make sure I'm in tune, because... Your listeners deserve it. We tune because we care, right? <laughs> we tune because we care. I should mention the the, 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 the quartet is with us today. Uh, Jen McDearman, Karen Dahlstrom, Alan Lee Backer, and Catherine Etzel. Bobtown, the brand new city chasing the sun. And their website, bobtownmusic.com. Ukuleles and capos don't like each other. Uh, there's something wrong with my. It's, it's like also I got something in the wrong. It's also the crazy weather here. The studio is a little, a little warm today. <laughs> Came in here last week. It was like you could hang meat in this room. It was so cold. Wow. <laughs> okay. Ain't no man can be my savior. No man can raise me. By his own hand, no man can blame me for his failure. I am no man's land. No man can sit upon God's throne. No man has me. His command, no man can claim me for his own. I am no man's land, no man's book, no man's book can tell my story, tell my story. no man's judgment. No I am no 
what a what a powerful song, "No Man's Land." That was written by uh, Karen, right? Yep. Yeah. 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 That's uh, definitely a, an anthem-like song for our time, and the song that that you you, you chose to, to end the CD. Um, how long did the CD take to to, to produce? Was this? Uh, I mean, you have a, a, a collection of songs here, but uh, the, were you writing these songs in mind, and did it take a little a, a long time to get this project together? I think pretty much, we brought these songs in quickly, and um, in fact. <laughs> We did a lot of arranging in the mixing. I, I mixed it too, and so I, I sprung some things on them. At our, at our first rec- at our record release, our actual rec- the one before it was actually released, um, they had only heard a couple of these arrangements, so mostly vocal things, you know, right. um, once or twice. Uh, but I think only one or two songs on the album were written, like within, like, to one of them is pretty old actually most of the stuff was pretty, pretty new. new yeah, yeah. mixing took a while let me let, let, me go, let, let you go, let you go. Let you go. Let and in my bones go. was actually written a couple years ago i just didn't bring it to you guys but um yeah the mixing took a while because mm-hmm. frankly it was the first professional mixing job i'd ever done and i didn't want to mess it up mm-hmm. so it was a lot of like YouTube, <laughs> checking oh. out like uh, tutorials. <laughs> yeah, and you well, I think also the sessions were sort of spread apart. So we had a session that everyone did like the rhythm tracks, and you had a separate one where you did all the drums first, yeah. mm-hmm. and then we did all the tracks, and then we did, then we did the vocals, and then we did the overdubs, <laughs> and then and there was like a couple of months between. So yeah, and then there was the Lost Drive oh, with all dear. of our sessions. Oh, we're doing a documentary about yeah. the Lost Drive. <laughs> I actually left our drive with our sessions on it on a train. With Without oh, a backup, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh boy. So that happened. That just, that just <laughs> we, speaks to how professional we recovered. We, were, we, we, we rolled on, with it. We yeah. rolled with it. Yeah, it was we rolled just, with yeah. it. For, yeah. You know, you, we, we'd had um, we'd had temp tracks that we had been working on SoundCloud. It's like, what? Unlo- let's, let's download them. Yeah. <laughs> let's yeah. download let's yeah. play along to those. Yeah. So, I, was, I was proud of this. I thought, yeah. I thought Good we, job, guys. We rolled, yeah. we rolled with it. We rolled with oh, it. Oh, you did. I love you, you guys. To- <laughs> I love you all. <laughs> you couldn't talk to Catherine that day about it. Oh, yeah. It was really stupid. That's what it was. Yeah, it was These things happen. Not to have things, a backup. Stuff happens. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Alan Toussaint, to sing, to sign, to sign. left the to arrangements sign. for the band's last waltz, the live thing they did at the Academy. He's left it in, in a cab and had to rewrite it from memory like uh, that uh, night. So, yeah. you know, you're in good You're company. like Alan Toussaint. Yeah. You're like Alan Toussaint. I'll take it. <laughs> Except Without you're alive. That is true. It's a distinction. There's, there's also a famous story. Eric Anderson lost, uh, the record company lost the tapes for one of his albums oh, no. and he had to redo it and he was never happy no. with the... Is that the guy that we did the song with at Philly Folk Festival? No, 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 no. no. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> well, you did an excellent job on this, and uh, yeah, when, when, no, yeah, I had so many songs. You were, as you're saying here, you know, some of these songs are a bit older. Uh, was it a thematic idea that you were trying to collect these songs when you're putting this CD together? I mean, were the songs that you rejected, or we have had songs before that haven't really made their way onto albums, but that's uh, there are very, very few. I think that. I don't know if we have like a mind meld or what's up with it. And maybe it's just because of how we play the songs. Well, and also, I, I know on this album, I specifically had one song that was just way too poppy. Mm-hmm. It just was, it just stood out as, it. even if we could have rearranged it and we could have bobtownized it, but just at its core, it was just a little fluffy. So yeah. I let it go. I think I that's what we end up doing is even if a song is a little too far outside of yeah. what we're hoping to 
put out there, we just, as Jen called it, Bob Townies it a little right. bit. We we folk it up. I write the slowest of everyone. So usually it's just like, okay, Karen, if you want a song in the album, you have to get it done. By yeah, there was one we were hoping more. For yeah, I was, I was going, I was going to, my goal was to have three, but I only ended up with two. But here, no. but the quality, I mean, <laughs> so, so No, Man, no Man's, or not it's No Man's insane. Land, um, Daughters was, was actually written for this album. I wrote it specifically for the band. No Man's Land was a song that I wrote in like 15 minutes in a fit of peak. Wow. <laughs> just, just had to get it out. And then, and then only after that, I thought, oh, the band would sound really good. <laughs> so then I brought it to the band. Thank after you. That. Well, it, it seems like each of you are bringing something to this band. And, and you, you're saying about Bobtown, Isaac. What, what, what is your definition of what Bobtown is? If somebody is asking, we didn't hear the show over the last we hour like, or so. We like arrange, vocal arrangements. We need, you know, a lot of harmony. And, um, and we try and make some unusual vocal harmonies. We don't, not, you know, just a, the, simo- the same harmonies that everybody there's only so many harmonies you can really do but you can change patterns or um a lot of what we do live is a little different from the mix because you hear i doubled like everything but Mm -hmm. uh cat is an excellent vocal arranger yes she is um and also i feel like our orchestrations have been slightly different each time too you know like there are way more drums on this one and the uke has entered the last couple of albums you know i think it's it's just more interesting. Yeah, part way. part New of shakers, yeah. New shakers all the time. You never know what you're gonna get. Since since a lot of the instruments that we've picked up, I mean, Alan's the exception here, but you know, like I didn't start playing guitar until late, um, and we've just sort of you know, Cat started playing drums within like the yesterday. last ten years, wow. and ukulele and. You know, you'd played accordion and all that. We just sort of like, what would sound good on this? There Let's is no accordion on this album. That's true. Oh, There's no right. accordion on this yeah. album. Next album, it's coming but back. It's all going to be all accordion. I, yeah. But it's just, so we, so, we, so we do what we can do, right? So so I think it's some in some cases that informs how our sound is. Yeah. Um, Sometimes but, so, we learn what we want to well, do. You, yeah. you know, so I, I, I started really concentrating on banjo when I retired from teaching. So we're talking maybe... 12 years ago yeah. just before Bob and uh, so I say this is like I found the one band I could get away with playing banjo on nice. because <laughs> I, I can't play in a bluegrass band yeah we uh, are not purists not, by no, any no, sense no, of the no, word no. we're all pretty much self-taught I mean well, I am anyway I, I think you're pure to your own ideals and that's what that's what comes across why it's such an honest album and well, uh, Emmy Lou Harris once said your style style is the sum total of your uh, of the you know of your things you can't do yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well you're doing a good job here well listen we're, we're gonna have to say goodbye yeah. it's can been I, s- can yes. I give a shout oh, out yes. to a fundraiser uh, as everybody of, of course is aware the Bahamas is in need of help some help and our good friends Abby Gardner and um, I just want to make sure I that nobody has dropped out before I say that. Abby, uh, Tracy Grammer and Vance Gilbert are doing a fundraiser on Tuesday. And you don't have to wait till Tuesday if you can't tune in, but it is going to be live, live, sorry, live too. Uh, it's called, Glo- uh, it's through an organization called Global Giving, but you can find them on Facebook and donate. I've donated. Um, it goes, they, they don't, there's no overhead. All the money goes to the Bahamas. So, um, look for it on Facebook. Go to Abby Gardner. She's spelled A B B I E 
Gardner, just like it sounds, and or just Google it. Um, Abby Gardner, Vance Gilbert, and please give to the Bahamas. What's the event called again? The it's um, it's technically called. Sorry, good good idea to mention that Facebook Live Hurricane Relief Concert. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Cool. Something more than just thoughts and prayers. Yeah. Something that, we can, that was actually can... requested by a fan for us to mention that. So Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I appreciate you doing that. And hey, I appreciate you all coming here today. And, thank uh, you so and much. Us. Thank you, Ron. And, and thank you for making this great music. I mean, it gives me something to do on Sunday afternoons to be able to play this. <laughs> Thanks and... to everybody who was listening who thank was expecting you. us at four. Sorry, we were late. Oh, it's, it's, it's folk music time. We're okay. <laughs> all right. It's Sunday time. Yeah, that's right. Well, we're going to play one more cut uh, from our CD as we say goodbye. And uh, this is one that I don't think you wrote. <laughs> no, that would be Mr. Tom Petty. Yeah. This one. Wait, wait, wait why, why did you choose this one? Uh, this song really speaks to me because when I left Iowa, I went down to Florida and worked these crazy weird jobs. And one of them was selling hot dogs in my bikini on <laughs> State Road, uh, Highway 441. And he mentions that, and he's from Florida. And, he, and it, the song itself is kind of about a girl coming of age. Uh-huh. So that always, I put this demo together and I played it for them, and they're like, let's do the song on the album. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was immediate. Glad you chose this one. Well, again, I want to thank you all Jen McDearman, Karen Dahlstrom, Alan Lee Backer, and Catherine Etzel, Bob Town. Thank you. Best Thanks of luck with the CD. So and oh, let's mention one more time the, uh, the next CD release party. October 13th, Rockwood Music Hall, Stage 2, 7 p.m. Yes. And website, bobtownmusic.com. Thanks thanks so much for being here today. Thank Thank you. you. Mm-hmm.
that's so close is still so far out of reach. Oh yeah, all right. Take it easy, baby. Make it last all night. She was. That gives me chills. I, I love that recording. That is Tom Petty's American Girl, done by Bobtown. Again, their new album is called Chasing the Sun. You can find out more by going to their website, bobtownmusic.com. And uh, again, their, um, their next record release party will be at Rockwood Music Hall, Stage 2, on Sunday, October 13th, 7 p.m., Bobtown Music. Dot com is their website. And again, my thanks to them for coming by today. <laughs>